Well, as we mentioned in the intro, Australia lost a true legend of the surfing world last month. The great midget Farrelly passed away and they had the paddle out for him last Sunday, as a matter of fact. And a man who was there and who was in the process of making a documentary on Midget Farrelly's life is Monty Weber and he's on the line. Monty, hello and welcome to the Carver. Coops, how are you? Good to speak to you, mate. Really good, mate. Now, uh, no doubt you went down to Palmy on Sunday. Can you just set the scene? Big crowd, no doubt. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It's the first paddle out I've ever been to. I um, was amazed. About a thousand people turned up. There was every different conceivable type of surf craft, including surf boats. So there was a ring of about 10 surf boats because in um, the last couple of years, Midget had um, progressed to being this sweep on the female Palm Beach surf boat. And Nick Carroll uh, made a great observation when he said during his speech um, at the ceremony that you could count on the finger of one hand, on the single finger of one hand, how many people could had mastered as many surf craft as Midget. No one else had really you know, mastered as many surf craft as the great man. Now, Mon, you're making a documentary about Midget's life, but he's been one that's been quite shy of the media. Can you tell us a bit about the, the documentary and you know how that came about? Yeah, well, it's pretty interesting. I rang him out of the blue, really, just to check. Um, I wasn't going to bother um, making... Uh, I was just going to write a story for tracks, and I told him... Um, he said, well, how come you've rung me? And I said, well, I find you interesting, but I just thought I won't bother um, embarking on a documentary unless I've got the guy on side. And he said, I'll oh, just do some research and get back to me. And this to and froed for a couple of months. And then when he felt like I... He, he actually made a whole lot of phone calls about me because <laughs> I'd hear from people and they'd say, oh, I got a call from Midget asking whether you were a stand-up character or whatever. And, you know, so all he heard back was that I was just a mad madman, but who could actually write a good profile on a surfer. So he um, he came around and he eventually signed a, a contract for um, a boat named Jolyon Hoff and I, who uh, Jolyon made uh, searching for Michael Peterson. Yep. So he signed a uh, contract uh, to make a documentary with us and we got our preliminary funding from Screen Australia um, just a couple of days after he died, which was unfortunate. Mate, Australia's first world champion, but you know he started shaping boards at the young age of 14. He had a fair bit to do with the development of Surfcraft. What, what's the legacy that he leaves in that regard? Oh, mate. Well, the thing is, it's it's actually gone relatively unreported. Um, you know, even though uh, there's some bitterness at the at the time, there's a lot of people kind of were critical of him being so. Um, well, he was reticent to be interviewed. He wouldn't do any of the things that the media wanted him to do. But um, what he did during the shortboard revolution could be compared with what anyone did, any, you know, like McTavish or Greeno. This guy was cutting edge. You know, they, everyone considered him really conservative. But the only conservative thing about him was that he didn't smoke pot. He was a real radical when it came to designing boards. He was very radical when it came to um, not only breaking away from surfing, but getting involved in hang gliding and windsurfing and... And, you know, the last time I talked to him um, before he died, he was, uh, you know, 71, and he was talking about um, he had to live because he wanted to get into kite surfing. How important was surfing to him? It was it was something he did every day, and it wasn't just surfing. It was like it was getting in the water. He had this thing about getting in the water. So um, he certainly, you know, he mastered every different craft like he did work. He, you know, he'd spend, you know, three years getting to be able to be a paddleboarder. He got an 18-foot, he had an 18-foot ski. He said it took him three years to get used to using that. Um, I mean, he very much was a wave rider, 
but he also just loved getting in the water or above the water with his hang gliding and stuff. So it was just it was just completely, you know, what drove his life. And what would your lasting memory be of Midget? Well, I suppose his laughter. He, the guy, the guy really had um, a really sardonic sense of humour, and and we laughed often at the expense of others, but but also at, our, at the expense of ourselves. He was one of those guys who's really smart, very erudite, um, articulate, but also could take the piss out of himself and have a good laugh at him and all the other kind of fakes in the uh, surfing industry that <laughs> that we acknowledge. Well, mate, uh, obviously a great loss to the surfing community. Mon, I hope you have uh, plenty of luck getting that uh, film off the ground and speak to you soon. Yeah, yeah, good one. Thanks, Coach. See ya. See you, mate.